young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. All right, so I got a question. Okay. Right? Should Pac-Man be more mad about getting jabbed in the face in the airport, minding his business, or him dropping the Popeye's box, man? You saw how many biscuits <laughs> rolled out that fucking box, man. <laughs> who's, who, I don't know what I'm more upset about for him. <laughs> Yo, dead ass Popeye's, hands down. Yeah, especially, you, we, especially if he got those, like, uh, uh, like three for one deals or something like that yeah like, man yeah. like i just imagine you know how you coming off the airport and you hungry you like yo you've been holding this in the tuck like i'm gonna fuck this up on the way home and then they can just come jab you up in your hole that's probably why you got into the fight i don't i don't even think he would have swung had the chicken not dropped yo who was that chick on the side he literally should have been like yo hold my chicken yeah <laughs> like, oh man so much to get into, but uh, I'm Brandon Killaby at y'all. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And another episode of Grassroots Podcast. Um, yeah, we have a lot to get into. Uh, yeah. But before we get into the Pac-Man shit, because that was just great, um, let's talk uh, Deuces and Marrow. I'm going to call them Deuces and Marrow, because that's what we started with before. Because I, I keep deucing. Yeah, they, they keep, keep leaving they platforms keep and going on they to bigger deuce, things. Basically. So... Um, as you guys all know, you know, they, they're moving on from Vice yes. uh, and going to uh, Showtime, Nate, uh, late night show, which is supposed to be really dope. Um, but they apparently had some grievances that they, they, they got to air out or had to air out. Um, yeah, that's crazy that they went to Bossip for it. Yeah. The, them Bossip headlines are crazy. Yeah, word. <laughs> I was low-key mad. Like, I was reading the article, like, wait, this is Bossip? I was like, all right, I get it, cool, whatever. But so apparently... Um, they uh, had two months left on their Vice contract mm -hmm. and were willing to uh, fulfill that contract. And Vice said, uh, no, <laughs> we heard that you guys are leaving. Fuck out of here. And we don't really want to deal with you guys anymore. That's wild. Like, I, you would think that they would try and get more out of it considering that they're leaving, you know? And especially, like, they were asked to do 160 episodes, didn't have any writers. It was all them. They had, like, basically the work schedule was, like, they missing birthdays and stuff. Yeah, and, like, like, basically had no lives. And then didn't want to compensate them. Why, why is that? Why is it that fucking corporations still can't see where the world is going with creative people like Jesus and Mero and just podcasts in general? And then why is it that, you know, they're not being compensated enough or at all? Well, because companies want more for less. Perfect analogy and perfect example if you guys watch power companies are like simon stern mm. they see something thriving they want a piece of it but instead of working with it they want to own it yeah they want to take control of it and they don't want that person or that creative or that or individual to thrive more than them uh, well, so that's yeah. kind of like and honestly the first thing i thought of when i saw the situation i was like yo vice is acting like simon stern right now yeah they acting but they acting bitter too. They're acting like the bitter girlfriend that, that left and you, you found out you got an ex and now you, you, you just kicking him out the house. Like, it's, it's crazy. How you, my, my thing is, I, just for me, I feel like uh, Deezus and Mero, they did a lot for Vice. And mind you, Vice... They were a top-rated uh, show. You know what I'm saying? Vice is... is it's, it's Vice, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, fam, like, a lot of people really would not even know what Vice is had it not been for them. That that show, I feel like, transcended yeah. that network and just the brand of how people do the type of comedy yeah. that they do. Why would you want to, uh, you know, uh, spit in, 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 in the faces of people that actually helped you? Yeah. And why not treat them right? You offer, you're talking about doing 160 episodes and won't compensate them with it, won't give them any help writing. I tell them to get the fuck out of here, too. Why, why am I talking to them? <laughs> I think also with this too, it's like, it's like you have a content piece. You have two people who are true to who they are. They're authentic. It's not like they're trying to fabricate black culture or the culture of minorities. They are minorities and they are a part of the black culture. Cause I can't lie. Sometimes I'd be looking at some media companies when they're covering things within, you know, dealing with black people or just the black culture, even like within consumerism within the black community, mm -hmm. they'd be acting like we're, 
animals in cages, yeah. like it's a zoo. Yeah. And like for like the chopped cheese one, they're like, oh my gosh, this is chopped cheese. It's like a Philly cheese stick. Right there, I was like, okay. Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all starting to bug y'all, right y'all now. Start, y'all starting to bug out. I don't know what's in the weed. I don't know what's in the water. But fam, somebody has to control the substance use going on. But I can't lie. I do actually like the weed show that's on Viceland. The cooking weed show. The cooking weed show. Yeah, that's dope. That's but, actually legit. But I mean, again, it, it's just, I just don't, I don't see the, 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 the method to that madness. You find out someone is leaving. If anything, I would probably be trying to do more to keep them on yeah. than, than to just let them leave. If, if that's like, that's like if, if, um, that's like with, with the Cavs and LeBron, like when, when he first was, was attempting to leave, once they got wind of it, they were trying everything in their power to keep him on board. Yeah. Now, if, if it just don't work out, then cool. But you're not supposed to then start being bitter and just cut somebody's contract like that. That that sends a wrong message to aspiring creatives that you may be potentially in talks with to, to even do something. So I, I, I don't know. That's 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 just like it's just you're just a bad sportsman. <laughs> you're just it's just bad sportsmanship when it comes to media and, and just creatives and just business like it just gets too messy, especially when y'all vested this long. How, how long is vice? Um, had uh, Desus and Mara on. Can you can you look it up, uh, Chris? Um, it's been like a, I would assume it's been like what, like a few years, maybe. Yeah. Because it's 160 episodes. That's definitely well. I don't know. Sometimes you can that can be a year. You never know. But that, that's what I'm saying. They and, and they and they drop every day. So twenty sixteen, two years. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, so, so yeah, a few yeah, years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I, like, as as someone who's worked in media for a while, I've 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 seen situations where people have brought content ideas to media companies, and then they literally want to take full control over it. Whether it's creative control, whether it is ownership, yeah. and it's just kind of like it's kind of like when. <clears throat> Okay, basically, like, Viceland is kind of like future when Sierra went and got Russell, when he went on to better things, and he's still there, like, upset and, and complaining and, and on social media about it. That's kind of like this situation right here. So, you, so you're saying, like, fucking, uh, like, they dropped an album on the day of the anniversary of them just because? Yeah. And, like, this is Mara went from codeine to Super Bowls. Yeah. That's basically what they did. Sidebar, because I know we didn't plan for this. It's, it's I'm sorry, Future it's, was definitely Future salty was, about that. He was yeah. so salty. He was like a scorned woman from Tyler Damn. Perry movies. How, like. how you drop a whole? How you used to hold your whole project for an anniversary, and then you're like, "Fam, that's wild." But we we off that. We don't care. Um, how do, how do you think? Uh, do you think that uh, Deezus and Meryl handled like this whole situation correctly? Because again, it's, yeah. it's one sided. I guess we. I'm sure Viceland could come up with a whole slew of reasons as to why they 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 felt the way that they did and why they didn't really fight yeah. to keep them on the network. But I mean, I'm not going with that because we're creatives too. So I'm going with the narrative that Viceland did some bullshit. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I don't care. So. My thing is, do um, you know? I, I think personally that they handled it with grace. You know what I'm saying? They didn't for who they are. For yeah, for who they are. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like they could have turned this into a whole bit. They could have done a lot of, of creative things. I mean, we saw what they did with the Breakfast Club situation. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they was, do not care. That was bad. That was pretty bad. But it was funny. I laughed. I laughed a few times at it. Uh, but I think I think they handled it well, and I think. Um, I wonder, um, well, I'm assuming, you know, because they, they did mention uh, in that boss-up interview, they did mention not having writers and shit like that. So I'm wondering, that's that's probably going to be something in their new uh, situation with, with oh, yeah. Showtime. It's got to be. Yeah. But then on top of that, too, it's like, think about it. If they were successful with them writing it, then it's like, would it be affected if they had other writers yeah. write for it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, if you were able to get this far off of your own writing, like I, like I would rather it be a situation where it's like a collaboration instead mm -hmm. of someone just completely writing it. It's kind of like if you buy yeah. a car and, or not you buy a car. It's like, if you get a car and you fix it up yourself and you build your car up to what you want it to be, mm -hmm. but then you have a there's certain pieces that you need, and then you have someone coming in and they're adding it, but it may not be the right specs or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like I don't think they should be completely hands off. I feel like if you're a creative and you are creating something and you built it up enough where 
basically you're in a situation where the the the, the media companies don't they need you more than you need them in definitely, a sense. Definitely. Like they did help level up and bring them to another level. Yeah. But that for them to be the highest rating programming on Viceland, like out of all the programs, they brought tremendous value. So I wouldn't be letting go of the wheels too much. Mm -hmm. I would, I would have it be something where it's like, maybe they have a collaboration or maybe there's certain parts where the writers will write for, and then they themselves would, uh, focus on another aspect of it mm -hmm. um, or such something like maybe like the writers will pick the topics yeah, and then they will themselves will just be on just sitting down just talking about it or whatever. That's the crazy though. Well, not even crazy. That's the scary thing when you deal with writers though. Because so, yeah. now you're, you're giving away your, your baby and putting it into the hands of people that are quote unquote deemed funny or have been proven to be funny but it may not be your type of funny. Because what they yeah. do I feel like is, is, is different. It's it's different. It's it's yeah. It's relatable hood humor. Yeah. That I don't I don't know whatever writers that they that they could possibly have. I don't know that they could really uh, convey that to the, to their viewership. That's going to be following them from Viceland. Yeah. It's and it's also it's kind of like similar to what happened with the Boondocks. Like you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. when it was a different writer mm -hmm. who was involved. Like, it just had a different energy, different vibe, even different structure. Yeah. So I'm sure, like, if someone had a complete full range of writing for them, like, mm -hmm. it would probably feel different in yeah. a sense. Um, well, yeah, it probably will. But, I mean, I guess we will never know until it shit drops. But I, I wonder when when is it even dropping, too, though? Like, that's the other thing. They haven't really given details. Was, was it 2019 is when it happened yeah. or something like that? Um, but before we even, like, another thing I want to address, too, that kind of came up, it's kind of like a combination of what they're going through and mm -hmm. also just some, some other things. Um, did you see that Diddy interview? Yeah, yeah, I did see it. I did see it. Um, so for those who didn't see the dinner interview, basically he said that the entertainment industry needs to uh, invest more in black creatives mm -hmm. and that they need to put more black individuals in more executive positions. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, like, they're making a lot of money off of us, but, you know. We're not seeing. We're not seeing the. the, the return on investment. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, uh Yeah. I mean, but what? how are we surprised about that? You see a lot of companies literally going to Twitter, watching black Twitter, seeing what they're saying, mm -hmm. taking it, and then making profit off of it. That's something we have to learn. Yo, y'all stop, better stop putting good ideas on Twitter and don't get mad when it gets taken. Well, that, that's my thing. I think um, as, a, as a society, and I say this as far as like black Twitter and all that shit goes, you have to, like it's, it's such a thin line. It's such a thin line to cross. You you want to be funny and you want to show people that you're creative to get noticed. But then if you get noticed and then something's taken, you feel a way about it. So it's like a double-edged sword. Now, with what Diddy is saying, I feel like a lot of a lot of people from his era and and, and maybe him at yeah. times could have done better with fostering better uh I guess upbringings of creatives or or, yeah. or black people. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, a million rumors for, for him where he's allegedly done bad business. There's a million rumors for a, a number of, of, of black-owned businesses. And yeah. that's why people are, are, are so apprehensive to, to go that route because there's always, there's always some fuck shit going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that if, if he is the spokesperson for it, then, then he needs to show, show and prove. You know, show yeah. show and prove that you are for the culture that you say you're for. Show and prove that uh, black excellence and black lives matter and all this other other woke terminologies. Yeah. Show me that this is not something that um, is insurmountable. Yeah. And another thing, too, with that is this is an interesting fact. So for the Nielsen report, they were saying how um, black buying power is going to be up towards like one point five trillion. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't equate to black wealth. For yeah. those who don't know, black spending is the money you give, and obviously, black wealth or wealth is what you, keep. what you keep. So we are spending more than we are keeping ourselves. Definitely. That's a problem. Definitely. Um, I mean, the good thing is that you're starting to see increases in black-owned businesses. We're starting to see, you know, black creatives kind of taking the forefront when it comes to certain things. We're seeing, like, for example, we're seeing with Duce Palooza. Mm -hmm. um, you're seeing people in positions that we're not used to, but it's like it's still 
not quite there. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but a lot of these TV show programs are starting to um, invest more in black voices, like black voice driven content. Well, we and, got to. We, well, we we lost Morgan Freeman. He's out of here. We fucking we don't have who who else. Well, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying TV programs. And when and, and like for example, here's the thing, like Atlanta. I thought it was an interesting correlation how there's uh, we have the Atlanta TV show, obviously Child, Childish Cambino and everything like that, or Donald Glover, both are dealing with that. But also <laughs> we're dealing with that. They're <laughs> dealing with that. Um, but that we're seeing increase in black. Well, education is increasing. We're seeing more black individuals getting more education. Yeah. So now we're also seeing it's kind of like a new flight. We're seeing a lot more black educated individuals going to the South. Mm -hmm. So then it is a narrative and it's kind of like a scene that that people can identify with. And it's also a scene that has more money. So Atlanta fits within that mold. Okay. It creates that Southern narrative. And now that the South is having all these more black educated educated people go down, that means they have more buying power. And they have more buying power towards content that they can relate to and their stories that they can relate to. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that we're starting to see a lot more content within specific cities and areas that have that narrative where a, more black educated people are going to. Because it's interesting. Have you noticed that we're getting a lot more TV programs that are around yeah. New York City, yeah. that are around mm -hmm. the South? It's because they look and they're seeing that that audience is becoming more educated, getting more money, which means they have more buying power. And that's what we, we've been saying it on, on the show is that black people are in. It's just that the world is catching up. <laughs> that, that, that is what's happening. Well, they've, some of them been knowing. They just oh, now yeah. have to obviously... Yeah address and say yeah because now they can't front they can't fake the funk oh, yeah, they no, can't take no. dapper dan's ideas and then claim it as their own anymore yeah, no, they no, can't no, do no. none yeah, of that anymore yeah. and it, and you got and you got to cut dapper dan in because now yeah. he, he knows what his value is and now he knows a hey, fam checks out that pattern was mine was hood and he's educating himself that's the other thing we have to educate ourselves more better yeah like it it has to be and 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 I and I listen to like a lot of different radio personalities. I'm, I'm sure all of you people here when they when they speak this woke shit, and it annoys me when they start talking all this woke shit. And then when you have conversations with them, they're, they they I I feel like there's a, a few people out there that use this whole woke Black Lives Matter shit to their advantage for marketing purposes. Mm. I feel like they only use it because right now them they themselves are kind of trying to fit in with the white folks yeah. and use it in that realm. And, 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 and it's disgusting to me. Like, it, it's yeah. grotesque when you deal with, with people that you, you, you admire for their accolades and what they've done, and yeah. then when you have an actual conversation with them and they don't live up to these, these, these words that they speak every day yeah. on radio stations. And, and it's just corny to me. Like, just be authentic, dog. Like, don't, don't, don't be that. Don't be that. There's also what I like to call selective women empowerment. Yeah. I've also seen people who use women empowerment as like a tool, but they're really not empowering. Like, I personally don't believe that telling someone to work hard and to grind mm -hmm. and to network is women empowerment. Yeah, that's no. I'm sorry. That's complete bull crap. Yeah. Women empowerment is you literally tell someone or guide someone into how to get to where you are. And Definitely. that's not even women empowerment. That's just in general. That's just I feel like, something. especially when it's in the entertainment industry, it's like because there are limited spaces, especially for minorities, mm -hmm. it's like there's so much a competitive nature. Like, I, if I don't get that spot, someone else is going to get yeah. it. So then yeah. it's like someone else won't reveal the quote-unquote their secrets or, or, or certain things that make it better. And then it's just like there, there's power in numbers. You, If you build together, you can get somewhere. You mm -hmm. can actually have more people in positions. I just, for me, it's like... I, I, I've noticed that throughout the, the entertainment industry. And then also another thing, it's like if you, like... Of course, it's important to have value exchange, mm -hmm. right? You bring value to someone, they bring some value to you. But I also feel like there's some times where it's like, if you don't do everything for them, for favors, and them asking for favors, and mm -hmm. then, like, you ask them for a favor in return, you ask for help in return, and then they don't, like... Yeah, it's, it's a hit them up for a favor, and then, all right, now I need a favor type of thing. It's not done genuinely out of the kindness of people's hearts just because they want to see you grow and, and blossom into something big. 
like their words. So just just words and actions should match up. Yes. Words and actions should always match up, especially in this day and age where us as creators fight the good fight every day, do a free program to create content for your enjoyability. And when we try to deal and collaborate with other creators, they do the fuck shit and, and make brass comments and, and just outlandish statements that just make absolutely no sense <laughs> i'm living my best life yeah like <laughs> fuck out of here with yeah this what are some of, what are some of the th- what are some of the quotes or some things that you've you've heard that Yo, you're I like hate them. Bullshit. i fucking hate them all i hate living my best life <laughs> i hate that trending fucking dance that's happening right now i don't like any <laughs> of it i fucking hate it i work hate hard it grind tell me what living your no one i keep saying this tell me what living your best life means do you have five lives that I don't fucking know about that you're now living one of them? And you're when, when that one goes, like, yeah, what the fuck are you? <laughs> like, are you a fucking superhero that morphs into one personality into another life? Like, what's happening in the world? Now, they got more than one life. They got the, they got their wife. They got the side chick. Jesus. They got the... <laughs> that shit is so stupid. Somebody hit me with that shit the other day. Like, yo, man, what's going on? I see what you guys doing. I'm like, yo, thanks, man. It's really dope, man. Yo, you out there living your best life. I said, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. You don't even know what my best life is. How are you telling me what my best life is? Yeah, I never understood that. Like, what if you what if you can just say, yo, life is good? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, I'm- or, or or just like, you know what? Right now is great. But living your best life, that just sounds weird. Like, yeah, like you I- said, how many lives do you have? Yeah, like I, I put that up there with Link build oh and, let's and, and, let's <laughs> i put that i still put that up there with that like whatever happened to days of like yo you, i see you grinding i see you working what happened to those normal phrases i don't want to live my best life i don't I even feel know like, what that is i feel like grinding though is overused now but that's but that's my thing it's so overused. It, it, it is but i i that's how bad it is in these streets i would rather go with grinding than, than have another person say yo you're, you're living your best life there <laughs> i don't want to fucking hear it man oh, yo what, man. what if what if <laughs> That's why thesaurus is really great. People need to use the thesauruses more because it's like find other ways to say like things are going really well. There's mad other words in the English dictionary. Ask Nas because he'd be throwing out some. Nas ain't Lodo. Nas bum ass come uh, <laughs> on the way over here be reading the dictionary.com and shit then come up here and say, uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is this is grotesque and, and all these other words that he tries to fuck out of here, Nas. <laughs> Nobody cares about your words. <laughs> fuck out of here. Uh, fucking, uh, but even, even let's, let's get into words. Now we talking about it. Um, and Drake and writing and all this shit. Yeah. I have another beef. I have a beef. I'm, I'm happy for Drake. Drake is breaking all of these, all of these records. Yeah. Good for him. Um, you know, he recently broke the, the billboard records with with the Beatles and with, uh, Michael Jackson and then broke the streaming record. But that's my issue. We were talking about this. Yeah. Every day there's a new fucking streaming record broken. Like, who who is writing the records and 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 who is is like these records almost feel like they're they're easy to just manipulate. Like, it, I don't I don't I don't even care about these records no more. That's how bad it is. Every every week somebody is coming out with with a new record. Oh my god, Kanye West broke streaming record of the year and he is at the top. 2 weeks later, oh my god, the biggest artist ever to come out, Drake. He just released something fantastic. No one has ever done this. Yeah. Next week somebody else is going to come out. I'm like, "Oh my god, you're not going to believe this. Another record was broke." Like, fam. <laughs> <laughs> come like why why are we why are we going with records though? Like what's happening right now? I mean, well, people are fucking making like six hour albums. Shouldn't <laughs> 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 be like listen to every song. Or they'll you know, they'll do like the the, the the seven track concept and just tell people to replay and replay yeah, it. But, low. I but that but that kind of goes back to not even streaming now. It's like even going platinum, it just doesn't seem like it has the same feeling or value anymore. It's like anyone can go platinum now because all you have to do is Hire a hundred little little niggas and tell them, yo, press play. And, 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 and then that's it. And then that's, that's it. it. Newsflash, people. We're going to go platinum tonight with this fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have mad people play this shit. We're going to have this play overnight Word. when we sleep. That's what people do. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm never impressed by any of these accolades anymore. I feel like all of the streaming, as much as streaming is, is helping the culture, I do feel like it's manipulating the culture and hindering us because I'll never really know if these numbers are accurate. I don't, I, and personally, yeah. at this juncture, I don't fuck 
fucking care. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care if he, he could break another record tomorrow. I'm going to delete whoever even I'm following that posted. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, listen, kudos to Drake. I mean, he obviously knows how to work the internet. Yeah. He's working the system better than most or anyone, honestly. And to be <laughs> to be personally honest, you know what I thought was more impressive? How uh, uh, fucking, um, what's his name? Yeah, I'm going blank. This is old age, people. Um, how, like, back in the day when people, not even just one artist, a oh, Soldier Boy. How Soldier Boy freaking had you click on a Britney Spears song yeah. and then you liked then you, the song. It was, it was, listen. Via LimeWire. Yo, that is magic. I'm telling you, if you could literally put something up saying, hit me, baby, one more time and get a Britney Spears fan to be like, you, you are winning. Yeah, definitely. definitely <laughs> you are fucking definitely, winning. Definitely. That is more impressive. That's, that's impressive. Than this. <laughs> That that is impressive. Like, but it's impressive that he got a billion. But I'm just saying, streaming wise, stream- like anyone can sh- get pl- go platinum. Yeah, now. I, That's just, certain I, I feel like there's there's not even feel. I know that there is an algorithm that people play with on a daily basis mm-hmm. and manipulate on a daily basis. And for just for me, while I, I, that's a that's a great accolade that that Drake has. Yeah, I'm I'm jaded because I kind of feel like all right, why well, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Or not so much. Let me not say I don't believe it. I don't care. <laughs> that record's gonna be broken next week when somebody big drops. It, it, like I don't care about these streaming records no more. I want them to come out with who who who, who fucking manages the, the, these awards. Whatever, whoever you are, if you're listening, you're probably not. But if you're listening, <laughs> I want you to come up with a new format and a new formula of records breaking news, anything like that. Come up with something new and more challenging because this streaming shit is a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. I can't wait for this episode to go platinum. I can't wait. I think the biggest, the the bigger question is the artists like focusing more on the quality and substance of the album, how that's starting to lack a little bit because of streaming. I feel like that. And and not everyone, don't get me wrong. There's some, there are artists that really focus on it, but I feel like because of streaming and just how things have progressed, it's just like, it's more so just about, okay, how quickly can we get it out? How can we just get it out? So then people can stream it. Now, I don't think, Drake necessarily is doing that, though I don't think this recent project was his best. It was third or fourth. But I think other artists, I feel like, just half-ass and yeah. just put it out. And they're just like, don't worry, it's streaming. They're going to just put, just make it two projects into one, and then we're going to get it. Well, well, that's the thing. Do we, do we now say that Drake, uh, outside of him being the biggest thing in music right now, but do we say that he's killing that seven-track EP theory um, with his double, with his double uh, album, because he blew all that shit out the water, clearly. Well, it's kind of hard to tell too because he ch- he obviously changed his project after Pusha T. But that's so the we thing. don't even know what it could have really been without this beef. But does that make him great though? Think about it. To make these last minute additions and changes so quickly and still do these type of numbers. That's pretty impressive. But then does that also mean that Pusha T contributed to him getting this high of a stream? Because I know plenty of people are listening to this project to hear his uh, his um, his uh, his thoughts on it. Because if you remember, we talked about how he sprinkled his reactions and certain topics in more than yeah, one song. Yeah. He did that on purpose. Yeah. So then you had to listen to the whole project, which made it more streams and you get more listens and then it helped elevate him so technically push a t push a t contributed to him getting this record i think they i think they definitely contributed to each other's success even oh, yeah. though they probably would never want to admit it even though drake sent the invoice i get all of that i i don't think that that will ever surface where either one of them will say yo i, I helped you you know what i'm saying but i do i do feel like people like drake uh, give me hope when it comes to just full length projects, not the not yeah. the seven record thing. Like it's just that's just just not for everyone. I don't, I don't feel like it, it it helps the culture. I feel like it sends a bad message to up and coming artists that are aspiring. And because at some point, this fad will go out of trend, and it comes time now where you have to deal with labels and deal with people that are really creatives and that are looking for yeah. you to make a full length project and you still in EP land so much I got these four four records man this album's amazing like no one's going to care no one is going to care 
real music and and, and full length albums of um, and bodies of music are going to come back. And then now, what do you do? So I don't I don't think that that is setting the right precedent at that point. But again, what do I know? We're doing a podcast. I could be totally wrong, and, and you guys could be onto something. Uh, so um, I'm curious about this. Do you think that if podcasts started putting music or premiering music onto their platforms, is that going to count towards the streaming? I think eventually it will. The only thing is that fucking, like, even with podcasting, um, they, they, they haven't even figured out that algorithm yet. Like, yeah. that's why you have so many breakout shows and so many people that are, are trying to do it or trying to tap into it and just fail miserably because they have no idea what they're doing. They have yeah. no idea. Like, we had, we've had multiple conversations where people think one thing about our platform yeah. and it's completely wrong, and then they, they're now befuddled because yeah. they just don't know how it works. They don't, yeah. they don't know all that goes into it. So then to figure that layer out and then to now sprinkle in some music with it, and that's a whole nother monster, hell no. They, 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 they'll, they'll be light years behind until they actually find out that, hey, this, this actually would work. If you put music yeah. into podcasts and things of that nature where people are making original content, you may get somewhere. Well, I think people are uh, people are really obviously starting to look because you're having all these podcasts becoming TV programs or incoming becoming bigger. I just think that like what happens a lot of times is like a lot of people are too fast at figuring out the money aspect of it yeah. and not the logistical yeah. standpoints yeah. that come with Definitely. podcasts Definitely. on the back end yeah. and even with the analytics like I don't think there's really a platform. I mean, there are platforms, but I don't think there are certain platforms within our demographic in terms of like entertainment and the culture and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a platform that's effectively sh showing the stats and analytics that can tell you like, okay, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And like, for yeah. example, there are people who don't even know what analytics to look at for YouTube mm -hmm. and how, and because that's constantly changing too. Yeah. Um, so I just think that like, we're at a point where podcast is the hottest thing, but Apple, Spotify, Tidal, I don't think they quite figured it out. They're like here, mm -hmm. but they're, I don't think they're at that point where it's like, holy shit, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, even looking, even looking at our data and shit, I know y'all don't care, but <laughs> the fucking uh, Apple is close. They're close with, with, with the new software that I got that I can't tell you guys because it's privileged information, they, but they're, they're, yeah. they're a little close. They need to, they need to take what they have and mix it with what kind of like YouTube does a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Cause there's certain analytics that they would, I, I'm not even going to say what, yeah, cause I, yeah. I, I need a bag for that, yeah. but there's certain things from YouTube that they can add to the podcast that will help people determine how to fine tune their content mm -hmm. more. Yeah. So, so Apple, know, call us. Yeah. Word Apple. Holla at me. <laughs> K-I-L-L-A-B-H. <laughs> um, but Oh, my gosh. Yo, you sound like a 2000 rap song damn, where they like, intro, they spell their name. You didn't, you didn't like my plug? <laughs> Every, you guys are all laughing. You didn't like my plug? <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what they did back then. You are now listening to K-I-L-L-A-B-H on Grassroots Radio. <laughs> all right. So on to our next topic. <laughs> on to our next topic. Fuck y'all. I don't care. Fuck y'all. Is um, it midday or night? All right. Well, I don't... Well, I thought that was like my Barry White voice, so I thought it was like the. the I don't know. It sounded more like you know daytime pop radio mixed with really? like R and B. I gotta get some bass in my voice. All right, whatever. <laughs> Fuck y'all. So let's get back to this Pac-Man Jones shit. I'm. I have a number of questions. Number one, we already talked about the chicken drop, and I would be extremely upset. Pause. Talked about the chicken pot. Oh no, you you reaching. You reaching. Talked the chicken about dropping. Chicken dropping. Come on, you're reaching. You're better than nah, that. Nah. Come on. You're definitely not reaching. Listen. Chicken dropping. Number one, how you let? How do you pause? Let, what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yo, I just want to say it because you be pausing me for stuff that like you shouldn't be pausing me for. So I had to get you back. I'm a woman, and you pause me for what women will usually say. So I have to say pause. Yeah, no, fuck that. I'm not rolling with that. I don't care. I don't care. I'm still going to pause you. So, uh, fucking, what was I going to say? God damn it. Oh, no. So, check this out. So, here's my thing. I have questions. Number yes. one, um, how does Pac-Man take five punches to the face with a book bag on and his girlfriend in the way and then manage to knock down the this this gentleman? 
the the in baggage claim. And then why are you getting into the fight with the baggage claim uh, baggage claim person? <sighs> Did y'all see that? Like that. Yeah. Was, like Pac Man was like he punched him in the face like four times, and Pac Man was like. <laughs> and then fucking ran at him like on some like he's like nah I got this baby I got this hey, hold my shit hold my shit and then had the book bag on let me tell you something if somebody clears me with a book bag on I'm gonna be you have to die like you're not gonna clear me moving holding your girl with one arm and with a book bag on I would take that book bag and sling your ass all the fuck around you're not doing that to me and my man was like six seven with the girliest of jabs ever in life so it's either that or Pac Man has a really strong jaw. Pause. I mean, he plays he <laughs> plays football. He's a quarterback, so he's used to to getting uh poundings. Pause. Pause. Um, oh, <laughs> I had to think I was like, you know, there's no other way I can say it. I got to just say it. I ain't gonna lie. I started to say yeah, he's used to taking shots to the head, but I was like, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Oh, so, that's ooh. That's what I said. Yeah, it's pretty that's pretty bad. But I I, I cleaned it up. Pause. So I, I I had to say something. Okay. But. If okay, here's a question. If there was a smack off who would win, Pac-Man or Triple G? I'm not answering that. Pause. <laughs> that, just, that just sounds wild. A smack off, Triple G. That's um, a wild. That's and a there's wild. a punch off. <laughs> <laughs> that's still wild. Even though fucking, um, if, this is going to be, y'all going to judge me. I don't care. Fuck y'all. Triple G got a strong chin, man. He, the punches he was taking again from fucking uh, Canelo was, was, were no easy feat. No. That man, I, the, you know what's crazy? A little, I, I saw it with Pac-Man a little bit, but Triple G more. His face did not move. No, he was like a, a robot. Like, he took a, a, a punch to the face and was like, and just kept moving. Like, anybody, I'm, I'm putting the gloves down, fam. Like, or I'm hitting you with a brick. I understand now why Canelo was juicing. You, how, how do you beat that? How do you beat somebody like that? Think about it. He's like the Terminator in the ring. All you can, you, I mean, the only thing you can do, you can't do is hit him in the balls, but that's, you can't do that. Hey, so. listen. Unless I, he got balls of steel. I, I'm pause. I'm, I, I'm, I may just have to take the, the, the point reduction and, and hit him with the low blow and see if that weakens. I got to do something. Something got to happen. Or I may pull a Tyson, bite the nigga's arrow. Yeah, fucking step on his pinky toe. Yeah, yeah, that's wild though. Or stump his no, stump his big toe. Yo, that shit hurts. Yeah, but those shits got padding and all this shit. Well, it may not. I don't know. But then he got to juice his foot. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think yo and and <laughs> the, just getting back to the story. The funny shit with this story is that how how you go and try to assault Pac-Man, you get more hits off on Pac-Man, and then you're sent to the hospital for injuries. <laughs> how do you how do you do that? <sighs> Well, first of all, he wasn't even punching correctly. Yeah, but listen, how do you listen? This story done already going viral. So how do you go home and walk into your household and be like, "Yo, so this is what happened. <laughs> His jaw was stronger than what I anticipated. I didn't see that happening. Like that's that's kind of crazy." I mean, I was like, <laughs> and then you lose your job. And then you lose your job. How you get fired for losing a fight that you started and then got to go to the hospital? That's horrible. That's horrible. That's horrible. And also, too, like, you're the one that's hitting him in the face, but you're the one who ended up on the ground. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yo, but his his punches are weak, though. Yeah. My dude was, like, going like this. He gave, like, three straight punches, but they wasn't even, like, crisp. Like It wasn't it, like he, that. He was, it was, he was more like, like... He was like this, and then, oh, like, it was just bad. It, you, you gotta pop. There's, there's a way to jab someone, like, especially I, with him. His arms was mad long. You should be backing him up quick. There should be no hesitation. If my arms were ever that long i would smack you from across the room mad times like you would never touch me ever you would never touch me i i, I this is mind boggling oh my god I, ju I just don't get it i don't get it yo i was dead ass like waiting for like a homie or or that girl to come like jump in and like run up to the person and just kick them like do you know how like those fighting videos like you got the friend on the side you got the chick on the side and then she comes and either she jumps on them and just starts like pulling yeah, on their hair that, or like strangling them or something that, to have a serious moment that was the scary part as i'm watching this video the scary thing is the girl is getting in between two grown ass men trying to hold pac-man then pushing the the attacker like just to the women out there, just let your man get beat up. If it's, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You should not be in the middle of grown men fighting and trying to, to be the voice, uh, voice of reason when, when people are throwing punches. Like yeah. you, She could have really gotten hurt bad, especially if he was a dickhead. He could have punched her right in the face. 
Even though I don't know if that would have been in his best interest consi- considering how it all ended, but yeah, you, no. you should never be in the mix of that, women, ladies and gentlemen. You should never just just be conscientious of it. Because number one, Pac, it could have ended bad for Pac-Man too, just because she's sitting there holding him, saying, "No, baby, don't do that shit. We good. We don't need that shit." Meanwhile, my man is like, "Hey, yo, blood, what up?" Going at him, he could he could have punched. It could have been way worse than that first punch that he took and in, in where he fell against the, uh, the the gate or whatever. Yeah, I listen. I ain't getting in front of no. And when I say no, no defensive football <laughs> player. Absolutely yeah. goddamn no. Yeah, nah. You're crazy. Yeah, nah. Now, if it was like a punter, yeah, you, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Pun- punters matter, too. Punters matter, too. Yo, there are probably some chicks. Yo, there are some chicks out there that are swole, though. They could probably hold back a punter or kicker. Yeah. But you can't hold back someone who's a secondary or even a lineman or a defensive lineman. You, you're crazy. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I went to school with a girl that was like, uh, she was big like a linebacker. If I had to fight her, <laughs> I would be worried. I'm not gonna lie. I would, I would have to. Like, she's one of those people where, like, um, if you bumped her the wrong way, she would like push you up against the lockers and like embarrass you. So it was always one of those things like to just be cool with her. Like, yo, what up? You you good? Yo, did she Heisman you? Nah, like, nah, we was cool. That's the, but that's the thing. You gotta get cool with people like that so they don't kill you. <laughs> you gotta be cool with the big girls. Yeah, you got to. You gotta <laughs> listen. Bigger big girls will take your ass out. How how think about it? You walking down the hallway and some big girl just slide your ass down the lockers like you just you know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. You gotta be careful. It's dangerous out here. Just saying. <laughs> Uh, speaking speaking of dangerous, Kimbo Slice movie coming out, and they got Ooh. Wakanda in it. <laughs> Y'all remember that? <laughs> I felt like I really felt like that. That's my shit. Like when people say something that I don't want to hear anymore, but like, <laughs> like I just cause, just because it was funny, it was the funniest shit in Black Panther. But uh, if you ever did that, I would be like, Do you have Tourette's? Do you need help? <laughs> yeah. Are you well, on drugs? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what the dude, what's his name? Uh, Winston, Winston. Winston Duke. He, that's what he did. That's what his character did in the thing. When my man was talking, he just started. I don't. I don't know if it's a bark. I don't know if it's a huff. I don't know what it was, but it was pretty funny. Yo, I just want to say it. Kind of going back to what Diddy was saying, how he was saying uh, the Black Panther was an experiment. Mm-hmm. I don't. That's one thing that like. I don't really care what anyone has to say because all of those actors are winning. Yeah, they were. And not to say that they weren't big before. The only one who was like, you know, there was only two people that were super big because they were they're legendary actors and actresses. But the rest of them got major glow up, major glow up from Black Panther. So just even if Diddy's saying it's a it's an experiment, Mm -hmm. dude, what what everyone did. For Black Panther, and I'm saying the consumers, the mm-hmm. actresses, the actors, they did a great job, but it was the fans, it was us that elevated that shit. And now look at them, they're thriving. But you know what? It's funny. I made a correlation between like the Lakers and and uh, and Black Panther, and like how the, that whole shit that I said a while ago. Y'all can go find it, or maybe we'll put it up in the graphics so you'll see the correlation. Yeah. And tell me if I'm bugging. But I thought I made a great point, but everyone killed me. But whatever. But the reason people killed me, I'm, I'm seeing a change in how people are looking at Black Panther. Like, a lot of people are now changing their view of Black Panther, and I'm confused by it. Like, I don't understand. It's like, everyone's like, oh, we should have never gave you guys this movie. Oh, my God. You guys are hyping this movie to be something. So, like, why we can't just have this one movie? <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. It proved that an all-black cast works. Yeah, and that, and that would that that's a leading why black I, character works. A leading black minority character works. Yeah, so like, I I just found that to be interesting. Take our steps, guys. Yeah, take I, our wins. I don't get it, but um, for those for those that don't know, Kimbo Slice started. Um, he was a backyard street fighter. Um, if you don't know who he is, go Google it uh, or YouTube it. Kimbo Slice was one of those people you just did not want to fight. Like he was just he was just crazy ruthless, but mm-hmm. he just he was just known for just knocking people out. He, there's some great fights on uh, YouTube that um, you can. Uh, they should you still be able to still check it out. But then he um, he actually then went to uh, he he'd been training this whole time because he'd been trying to to get into the UFC and and then Dana White um, finally gave him a shot in the UFC and he did I want to say he did decent. Um, he was I I just don't think that he ever um, was was really fully prepared for it himself yeah. like of course he trained for it and things like that but you know he was always just a uh, uh, brute force knock you out clean out yeah. and then he's going up against people like Brock Lesnar or just bigger people that are well versed in different uh forms of 
just fighting, fighting styles. styles. So he was never, uh, he, he never blossomed. And then, you know, he passed away. Uh, I can't remember what year he passed away. Oh, 2016, right? Yeah, 2016, he passed away from like a heart failure or something like that. Um, and then also, um, it, it he got to fight like, I guess, a childhood friend of his, like Dada five, uh, 5000, who also came from that backyard fighting culture. And then they wound up fighting where um, Slice actually won that fight, which was a really good fight. But again, uh, Slice uh, Kimbo had the the upper the upper hand because now he has all of this mixed martial yeah. arts training, and the guy Dada Five Thousands coming in being the the old Kimbo Slice, and Kimbo wins. So, and they never obviously got to have a rematch like they were supposed to. But um, I, I think that the guy Winston uh, is a is a really really good pick for this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm really really excited about this, and and I'm happy they're doing it. Like that yeah. that guy worked hard. He had his run-ins with, with with cops and all that shit. None of that shit matters for him to go from nothing to something. Uh, you know, straight from from his backyard and multiple backyards. Yeah. To, to being on the big stage, his dream, to then now <laughs> having, you know, his own movie. Talk about dope. grassroots. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is grassroots at its finest. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about this. And I, and, and I hope that the movie is uh, is done right. And especially because he just looks, the, the guy does look like in favor. Of, yeah, all he needs to do is just grow his beard out. He already, ha obviously he has the physique. We've already seen him yeah, with Black Panther. He, Maybe he has to get him a little more pounds. He's, he's got, yeah, he's got he's to bulk up he a little bit more. little more. He's got to get a gold grill. And and he's got to get a do rag and then uh and them glasses and yeah and and then you you Gucci so I'm I'm happy about it I, I hope it does well um and then and then also um which I know oh damn we forgot to put it on here and I don't even wait I have to mention this I'll just show you now so we we both are aware of it but they just announced the um the new solo movie for uh the joker they selected who, who oh, was yeah. going to play the joker so hold on let me just get this real quick oh man yeah i saw that um wow yeah what the hell where is this picture at uh what's his name what's his name it's, all right here it is great so we have um i can't even pronounce ja jaqueen phoenix is that how you pronounce? yeah jaqueen jaqueen How's yeah, Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin. Joaquin. Sorry if I'm butchering your name, but I I I said this years ago. There's very few people that I thought that would be able to follow, um, with Heath Ledger's uh rendition of the Joker. Yeah, and I named him, and then I named um, what was the other guy? Fuck, what's the other guy's name? The uh, the the kid from Shameless who is actually playing Joker now. I can't think of his name, but the, the red-haired kid. Y'all know who, who, who oh, we're talking about. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I always said that they would be good. I, I thought that um, when Jared, Jared Leto got casted, I thought the kid from Shameless should have been that character. Yeah. I thought he would have done a, a better job. And then I always said that to, to someone that would replace him would be this guy. So I'm, I'm happy about this, too. He would actually... Uh, it would be really interesting also to see him because I don't know if you know his backstory, but it's actually pretty crazy. Like, him and his family lived with, like, a cult. And then, like, his brother, River Phoenix, like, lost his virginity. His br brother, uh, River Phoenix, was also an actor. Mm -hmm. And he, like, lost his virginity. Or one of them lost their virginity when they were, like, nine years older or something like that. And, yeah. like, it was some crazy upbringing that they have. And then also on top of that, <clears throat> his brother was, like... Uh, what was that, what's that um, movie that he was in that was really big? Uh, it was, uh, was it? So, uh, shit. It's that movie where it's like the Chris, figure that out. It's a movie. Oh, Stand By Me. He was on Stand I'm By Me. Say, how you tell Chris? Chris, he was in that movie where he, he did yeah. some shit. Figure that out, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> figure that out. It's Stand By Me. Chris about I just remember. Because, what the fuck because it's like the about? song Stand By Me. Um, Wait, sing, sing that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically. Wait, why was your bottom lip moving like that? Just stick to bars, yo. Just stick to bars. Don't don't move your lip like that ever again, man. Nah, I had a, I had I had a, I had to hit that low that low oh, okay. soft, sultry voice. I, I you feel know? you. So you got the sultry voice, but I, <laughs> I got the daytime show talk show voice. I got it. I get it. I'm, Facts. I'm rolling. But uh, but yeah, River Phoenix. He was um his brother, and he passed away in front of was it like Johnny Depp's. A bar or something with Johnny Depp. He passed mm -hmm. away in front of like an LA, LA bar or something like that. So like he's gone. His him and his family have gone through some like crazy shit. And then on top of that, remember 1980s. 
there's a lot of crazy stuff that happened with yeah. child stars too. Yeah. So we don't know the full extent. And the, apparently people were saying like, this is allegedly rumor, but they were saying that they feel like something might have happened with his brother because like he mm-hmm. got into drugs and he died from a drug overdose. And it's just like, you saw a lot of those child stars like ended up doing that and yeah. like just basically just ruin their lives and like you know but obviously we know because mm-hmm. Corey Feldman started talking about that stuff everyone thought he was crazy but now that stuff is starting to come out yeah it's it's all coming out and and that's the thing well that's the thing with with, with those with those roles that I, I it, it is a little scary like I always think about the stories that you hear about Christian Bale the, the stories that you hear about Russell Crowe the stories that you yeah. that you hear about Jim Carrey when he played in the in the movie Man on the Moon like mm-hmm. there there's a there and 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 Heath Ledger characters or, or actors and actresses get so wrapped up into the character that they are they can't detach they can't they can't really get back to the normal life that they had yeah and they get caught up into these roles. Like even the guy uh, who I who I love, um, pause um, from um, oh man, from The Wire. From um, he's been in Mad movies. Everyone knows who this guy is. Come on, this is horrible. Uh, yeah, we haven't. Yeah, word. He had the shotgun with the with the trench coat. <laughs> Come on, my voice. <laughs> Yes, uh, Michael K. Williams. He often talked about when he was filming uh, the Night of, and, and, and for those that have never seen it, it's not, the Night of is, a, is an amazing piece of work. Who, who uh, the director for that was also the, the same creator of uh, The Wire, mm-hmm. but um, and I believe Oz. But he said while he was filming the um, the Night of again, he found himself having to go back to rehab because he he had a drug addiction problem and they were they were shooting scenes where he was dealing with drugs and had to really act like he was shooting up drugs and he was in the zone and he he dealt with almost relapsing which is crazy meth that there we go thank you that, yeah, that's method why, acting. that's why we fucking hired you chris yeah well well that well that's that what that's what I was going with he is known to get into character like yeah. like aggressively. Like oh, yeah. Really, really aggressively. You know who also another one is? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Yes. He's another yes. big one. Yes. I remember with the, the movie about Abe Lincoln, yeah. they were like, yo, you, like, Daniel Day Lewis was not there. Like, it was Abe Lincoln. Yeah. And he yeah. wanted you to dress him as Abe Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that is intense. You, you, you know who else? Uh, they just did an interview on the Breakfast Club. Joseph uh, Sequoia. He, he talked about like him having uh, being Tommy on on Power, and then going home, and his wife's like, "All right, slow the fuck down, tough guy. Like, you're, you, this isn't a mob hit. You're you're home. Like, a, a lot of people. I wonder if. Um, and I really feel like therapy is needed when when you're, you know, in those type of, yeah. of roles or or just in acting in general because you, you 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 I can see you losing yourself. I like what their methods are to kind of detach themselves like some maybe rehab obviously they have to go to some maybe therapy it's cocaine i hope it's like hypnosis <laughs> i'm just saying what i heard i'm not saying i forget it <laughs> y'all judging me now i'm telling you what happened i'm just saying a lot of people turn to drugs oh i thought you meant okay turn to drugs within that okay i thought you meant like oh cocaine is the way to snap the fuck out oh no nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying a lot of them. That's how cocaine is is birthed, or or hardcore drugs is birthed because people need an escape. They they look for an out, and then drugs or alcohol or, or some sort of mind altering substance is now entered into the, into the equation. So you know it happens. Y'all still think I'm using coke. All right, I see it on your faces. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm not using cocaine. Um, but I, I agree with you. So I, I, um, I'm, I'm happy about that movie, too. Um, and then uh, let's... Yo, so hold on. Because we... For, just for our topic, how the hell did, did Kylie Jenner get $900 million, uh, fortune in less than, uh, what is it, three years or some Her shit? cosmetic line. Yeah, but I'm, no, I'm hating right now. <laughs> I've been working mad long and, and fucking... I'm broke. So I'm trying to understand... How does one go about doing this? Oh, uh, well, your sister puts out a sex tape. It's uh, helped by the mother to profit from it because you might as well. And then you build the empire from there. Okay. Pretty much. So for me, like, okay, you know, I- I'm sure she worked hard in it and I'm, that's cool. Um, but 
When I heard self-made, it made me think of when Donald Trump said, oh, my dad gave me a small loan. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm that's just pretty. like, ah. But I, I think she, she um, just from reading it, because, I, again, I don't, I don't follow the, the Kardashians or, I guess, Jenner. I don't, I don't, that's so confusing. Is she a Kardashian or Jenner? Jenner? Uh, both. It's both, right? Well, All her right. last name's Jenner, but technically she's both. Well, yeah, no, her last name's Jenner, but I guess I, don't, I wonder what side of the, the fence she rolls I mean, on. she's part of the Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, she would be considered. Yo, you see what I'm saying? You see, you see how you're confused? It's, it's, it's a mind fuck. Nevertheless. But she's no, no, but she's a, she's still associated she's with still the Kardashians, the same the way that her dad's a Jenner, but he is known as being part of the Kardashian clan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like it's the a, Jenners like, don't have an like identity. A, yeah, it's tricky. But I looked at um, all of, of the things that she's done, and the majority of the things that people keep saying is that she's managed her social media so well that people just throw her endorsements or throw all of these business ventures at her, and then she just makes good business decisions. So I just wonder. So I got, I'm just trying to get my ducks in a row, right? So I guess I have to get my brother to, or my sister, I guess, which that's nasty, to put out a sex tape. Then I got to figure out a way to get my mom to manage me. And, and you got to marry a rapper. I gotta marry Wait, her. no. First, you got to marry an athlete. And then, um, well, your no, your sister has to marry an athlete. And then you got to dump him. Okay. And then she has to marry a rapper. Okay. Then you yourself have to go and marry, no, date a. No, you're going to have to, oh, you got to get duck lips. <laughs> you're going to have yeah, to get I'm, duck I'm, lips. I'm just, I'm just going to be broke then. Fuck it. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm, that. That's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. I'm not, I don't, I don't care about the sex tape. I don't care about none of that shit. I'm not getting duck lips. That's not that, so. All right, broke we are. Um, that's fine. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, I'm, I'm impressed by this. That Like, she's, she's putting some numbers on the board. Oh, yeah. And some numbers on the board. And I, I will say that this Forbes cover that we're looking at, she looks really, really good here. Like, this is, like, a nice, clean picture of her. Yeah. I think she also, she recently also, and this is not a shade of her, but she, but she was open to the fact that, like, she got rid of her lip fillers. Yeah. Like, someone yeah. asked her, like, oh, it's something different with, you, with your face. Like, mm -hmm. it looks more natural. And she was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I got rid of my lip fillers. Yeah. She, so, looks, she looks a lot like the younger uh, Kim Kardashian. Before all of, all of the work and all that stuff to me. So like a younger her. Yeah, like a young, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so like her when she was younger. Her, yeah, her when she before was. Before all the all the stuff. Yeah, see, this is so tricky. So she's she's younger. <laughs> all right, I'm not doing that. Listen, <laughs> nevertheless. Um, I think it's dope. Though. I think it's dope. Though. I think it's dope that she's paving her own lane. Um, but I, like I said, I laugh because it's like when you're already in a family that's wealthy and well off. It's a little easier. It's a little, it's a little easier. easier. But, but like I even, said, even though not to cut you oh off, yeah, go ahead. I feel like Rob, like what's happening with Rob? Kardashian. Is, he's a Kardashian. Yeah, he's a Kardashian. What's happening with Rob? Really think about it. Like you see a lot of big moves with Kim, with, with, with all of them. And I know a lot of it does deal with him distancing himself. With yeah. it. I know they, they, they talk about it a lot. They don't have the best of relationships. But it seems like he struggles more than, than any of them. He, uh, from what I think, I mean, I'm not too up on the Kardashian. Well, no, I'm not keeping up with the Kardashians. I see what you did there. Plug right there. I see what you did there. Bang, bang. They're going right. to so flag this. They're going to flag this. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I don't care. Um, so I think that with his situation is... He got really messed up with not just only Black China situation, but I think it was Rita Ora who was the first one that really fucked him up. Oh wait, he used to mess with Rita Ora. And a and Adrian too. Yeah, I knew about the Adrian. I didn't know he messed with Rita Ora. Yeah, I think it was her that He's he got, got messed up. Whatever the situation was, I think he really got messed up from that situation. I could I could see Rita Ora messing up your life. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> I could see it. I get it, Rob. I, I totally get it. I'm here to support you. Um, if in any of your endeavors, if you want to invest in grassroots podcasts, <laughs> I'm for it. I, I totally, if you fucked with Rita Ora, I totally get how she could ruin your life. Her, Rihanna, there's a few people that will ruin oh, your life. Oh, yes. Um, who else? Um, uh, what's this other girl's name? Uh, Karuchi, she will ruin your life. There's a few people out there will, that will ruin your life. Speaking of, well, actually... Speaking of uh, of ruining lives, not even ruining lives, but y'all see Drake out there watching Serena? Yo. Did you peep that? Anyone see that? Yeah, but... My, 
he's moving so carelessly now, and 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 at least he's he's good with with that because I know that they had a falling out or some some shit had happened. I, I, I don't really know, but I thought that, I thought that was dope. I thought it was dope. I just I, you know what it's. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I like. I feel like when you break up with someone, like maybe maybe they got back on good terms. I don't know. But just like when it's like a big comeback for Serena, and then all people do is pay attention to you because you're there. Yeah. That's like. It's a little. It's a little distracting. It's a little distracting. Yeah. Like she's coming back from pregnancy they threw her down to like number 25 or 23 even though we all know that's bullshit she's yeah. number one yeah. thank you very much and they and, and she's making a great comeback in the tournament she advanced mm, yeah. she's you know her her uh her game is is a little shaky it's, it's a little but shaky but it's it's it, there's promise there's promise but the focus should be on her and i'm not and I, it's not that i'm hating on drake i just think that like in this situation, she has a husband, and she is trying to come back. There's already enough pressure. Yeah. Just let her get her shine, dog. You got your shine with this one billion streams. Just it, let it, her get the shine, well, and also just leave her alone. But that's the other thing, too. Like, you figure you, when you get the uh, ESPN updates or CNN updates, and you see U.S. Open stat, but it says Drake shows up to watch and support Serena, that's got to be a little annoying. Well, I ain't going to lie. Um, Serena's husband may want to punch uh, Drake in the face. Oh, he! I think he got more money than Drake, so I don't think he got to do any of that. That's true. Yeah, I think he may have more mm, money. Possibly. Hold on, wait a second. Wait a second. It's Alexis or Alexia? Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. I know you guys are waiting, but I'm just trying to process my thoughts. So wait. <laughs> so wait. No, check this out. So on the what on what record was that on Drake's album? And they were just talking about it on fucking on Joe's podcast. I wonder if Drake is talking about Serena. Well, with the the, the boyfriend and you wanting to be, uh, you know, pursue your dreams. I could be totally off. Oh, it, it could have been her, like when they're talking about it possibly being Georgia Smith, but it could yeah. potentially be her. Um, yeah. What is the name of the record? Jaded. Jaded. I wonder if that is who he's talking about. <sighs> It's or it could be a, a combination. Well, didn't he say? Wait, hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any facts to back it up, but it, it lines up. A few of those bars line up a little bit. I mean, I feel like with that song, I feel like it's a combo of more than just one person. Like, yeah. I feel like with him, it's like when he's addressing certain situa situations with women, like he'll address, obviously, like he'll make it very clear and obvious about it being one person. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he trickles in like more than one woman to yeah. once into yeah, one song. Definitely. So then you really can't quite figure out. I mean, look for the, for, uh, in my feelings, they he had a Kiki, and then Risha, and then ever, they explained who yo, those words. Kiki was a girl he dated way before. I don't, I don't even want to know a Kiki. I almost kicked a dog the other day because the dog's name was Kiki. I don't <laughs> want to hear nothing about a Kiki. Kiki, don't. do you love me? All right, I'm done. Thank you for tuning in for Grassroots Podcast. <laughs> I'm not doing it, man. Yo, I'm you know I got it. a bad hip. I can't be doing nothing. I was about that. to say, a fucking screw will come out. Other rods will come out. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I can't be doing none of that. Yeah, fuck this. But I, I mean, um, I guess that's it. Oh, I, I know um, you guys weren't prepared to talk about this, but I just wanted to make mention of it just because this is my inner geek, uh, Dragon Ball Z. And I know you guys will judge me, but I like Dragon Ball Z. Um, they just announced that their character uh, for their movie that's coming out in December is Brawly. I know you guys don't know who that is, but that's it's it's pretty it's a pretty big deal for for the anime fans out there in the world. And also, um, it it's a little interesting just because of the fact that they haven't done anything with Brawly in quite some time outside of making like a, a Bizarro Brawly with this super uh, episodes that just came out with the girl. But I wonder if they're running out of content. And I know again, I know you won't answer this, and I know Britt and Chris and everybody else here won't have the answer. But this is really for the fans out there. Tell me what you think. Do you guys think that uh, the creators of Dragon Ball are they now trying to just recreate? Uh, the same storylines that they've been coming out with by using Brawly, or are they trying to spice it up somehow? I, I really don't know. But. And are any of you anime fans? Yeah, yeah. I need to know if there's anime fans. I'm definitely there. anime fan. I know. I watched, yeah, I, I, I used to watch Dragon Ball Z, Ghost in the Shell. All right. Uh, All right. I take 
take it back. A few, there's a few others that I used to watch a little bit yo, of. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Right now, you sound like Brit. Like, it's like one of those times you're like, oh, <laughs> we need to do this. And Brit be like, yo, I can do this. And I can play the piano while I'm doing it as well. And I also, oh, did you know I create graphics? Like, Brit is mad annoying. Yo, I used to, no, but dead ass, like, when I was younger, I used to wait for um, the late night for Adult Swim. And I would watch a lot of the animes there. Yo, this is. This is why this works. I'm not <laughs> listen. Those are my shows. Listen, but then I but then I started uh, branching out more. And interesting enough, when you no, started watching like like anime porn and shit. Or? Uh, what? I'm asking. I don't know. I'm trying to get branching it. out I'm, in terms of watching more anime shows. I'm trying to get into dude. you. I'm just trying to. Forget it, man. All y'all do is judge me. No, man. Uh, but I have been actually, recently I've actually been interested in watching Korean shows. Yeah. There's this, actually this one Korean show. It's called Boys Over Flowers. It is based off of a comic book. It's actually interesting. Yeah. I got to get into that. I haven't seen it. I got to get into that. yell really loud, though. They got to adjust the audios. They'll be like, that could be a they'll be like thing, talking about this. And then if something crazy happened, they're like, oh, my God. Like they're just yelling out of nowhere, yeah. like randomly. That it's could be unnecessary. a cultural thing. Hey, Chris, answer that. Is that a cultural thing? <laughs> Is that racist? All right, never mind. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but let let us know what you guys think. Um, definitely. So obviously, uh, Dee Samaro. Yeah. Is it right? Should, should Vice have, have done what they uh, did? Obviously, I mean, you you have our opinions. No, but let us know what you think. You guys could be yeah. assholes and agree with it. Whatever. Um, Drake, should he have gone to go watch Serena? Like, let us know what you think about that. And then also, what do you guys think about this whole streaming thing that's happening and these numbers and, and, and all these new records and all these dances and all this crazy shit? Um, and then tell us your biggest, I guess, um, I guess the funniest part of the Pac-Man Jones shit. And should should Pac-Man get in trouble for this? I, I mean, it seemed like self-defense to me or... It, it, the way it ended was more of an... Or maybe he was just trying to check out. Yeah, yeah. Or, or it could be... <laughs> yeah, I'm coming with the corny jokes today. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. How you, <laughs> how you go to check a bag and then you check the bag, baggage claim dude that's checking the bag? Like, it's, just, it, it's just funny to me. And you gotta check the tag too, yeah. depending yeah. where you are. Word. Like, dog, there's too many checkings. Word. And then uh, let us know your thoughts on, on a lot of the movies coming out with the the uh, Kimbo Slice with the uh, uh, what else did we mention today? The uh, Kimbo Slice, the Batman, uh, I mean the Joker uh, thing. Kylie and, and Kylie, of course, Kylie. Let us know your thoughts and, and and what you guys are trying to do to become billionaires, so then I can steal your ideas. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess that's our show for today. Yeah. So I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm Brandon Kilbeach Hall, and, and we, we out. out. Grass, 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 grass.